Hello. And welcome to Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. Welcome back to Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. Well, how has your week been? You've been gone last week, so... Yeah, went down to Sedona, Arizona. Beautiful. Absolutely amazing. I looked for lots. <laughs> I looked for property. <laughs> no, I was... I, I went to... Actually, I went to a wellness retreat and down in uh, in Sedona. And it was... It was honestly, it was life-changing. And then thank you for allowing me to go back into Sedona for a couple of days by myself with my convertible Ford Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Because that that uh, that's fun to drive around the desert. Well, I'm glad you didn't come back home with a with a speeding ticket or anything. So I'm glad you're back safe. Me too. (laughs) So what's what's our subject for today? Let's tell a story. Yeah. So last night we were um, out to dinner with a friend, and you know he brought up this story, and it's like, oh, let's share it. Let's share it with our listener, and. So this friend is getting ready to retire. And he just said last night at dinner, this is really scary. It's really scary. And you could literally visibly see the anxiety. And I can't imagine going into retirement. uh, And well, I can't imagine, but it'd be, this is a very uh, unique time in in the history of America. And going into retirement right now would be scary. It would be scary. Yep. Yeah, and so the story is the businessman and the fisherman. So I'll be the fisherman, and you can be the businessman or the investment banker in this case. Okay. So Boat was docked in a tiny Mexican village. An investment banker who is a tourist complimented the local fishermen on the quality of their fish and asked how long it took to catch them. Not very long. Why didn't you stay out longer and catch more? It's sufficient for my needs and my family. But what do you do with the rest of your time? We sleep late, fish a little, play with our children, and take siesta with our wives. In the evening, we go into the village to see our friends, have a few drinks, and play the guitar and sing a few songs. We have a full life. Listen, I have an MBA from Harvard. I can help you. You should start by fishing longer, Every day, you can then sell the extra fish you catch. With the extra revenue, you can buy a bigger boat. And after that? With the extra money, the larger boat will bring. You can buy a second one and a third one and so on until you have an entire fleet of trawlers. Instead of selling your fish to a middleman, you can then negotiate directly with the the processing plants and maybe even open your own plant. You can then leave this little village and move to Mexico City, Los Angeles, or New York City. From there, you can direct your huge new enterprise. And how long would that take? Oh, maybe 20, perhaps 25 years. And after that? Afterwards? Well, my friend, that's when it gets really fun. When your business gets really big, you can start buying and selling stocks and making millions. Millions? Really? And after that? After that, you'll be able to retire, live in a tiny village near the coast, sleep late, play with your children, catch a few fish, take a siesta with your wife, and spend your evenings drinking and enjoying your friends. With all due respect, sir, 
But that's exactly what we are doing now. So what's the point of wasting 25 years? Well, hopefully that brings home the importance of priorities. It's also like, you know, be in the present. Because like don't, sometimes people, we look elsewhere for our happiness and sometimes it just right here in front of us and we're not even noticing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've said before I started in this industry 24 years ago, I had a cute little home in Riverton, Utah, you know, 2,800 square feet, had some, had my cute little kids, had a big backyard and, uh, I had nine years left on that mortgage because I started out with a 15 year loan and now it's 24 years later and I'm thinking, what if I stayed in that house? I would have been debt free like 20 years ago, had a, a nice little home, but, uh, you know, and so I, I, I look at my life and I'm like, where, where did I make some mistakes? And I, I honestly believe one of my biggest mistakes was, was buying my first big home. You know, as soon as I started making a little bit of money, we, we went out and, and like a lot of others, we, we bought way, way bigger house than we needed. And but it also provides options for your children to be in a better crowd with of people. So I won't call that a mistake. It just maybe it's a financial mistake, but um, socially it's not because like you're in. And I'm not saying that the area you were in is bad, but it just like provide a more options for your children. Well, and that's, that's really what was her, her motivation was. I, mm -hmm. I want to, I want a great, a, a great neighborhood. I want great friends and, and healthy friends for my kids. And, 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 and that was, it, they, they have lifelong friends from, from that experience. So uh, absolutely. But in the meantime, I'm working and working and working, trying to make that payment and the stress and, and, and then you, you begin to disconnect and, and numb because that stress, you know, we're, we're so busy chasing. And, and, you know, really, it's, this, is, this is a story of capitalism. And I was thinking on the way here, you know, does, does that mean capitalism is bad? I mean, could that fisherman have started that business and grown it and delegated? And would there be a way maybe to do both? Maybe, you know, if he wanted to, if he wanted to have a big fishing business and more revenue, could he have chosen that route and still had time with his wife and friends and kids and no it's sacrifice it takes a long time and he's just is he willing to sacrifice 25 years to build an enterprise and lose all those times with his friends and family exactly. yep and you know if i were him i would not but you know as like aaron botsford always say money doesn't buy you happiness it buys you options exactly Maybe share what happened to Erin. She, she has a cool story. Can you share that with us? What happened to her? Well, I'll, I'll tell it. <laughs> so Erin, I don't have it in front of me, so don't, but she was, a, she, I believe she was 16 years old. She was pulling out of a restaurant and as she pulled out, she ran into a motorcycle and killed the guy. And so they came after her and were, were suing her and her family. Her, her father had already passed, so it was really her and her mom. And her mom came to her and said, just let's just plead. So they came to her with a plea deal, that just plead guilty, no jail time. 
and, and we'll put you on probation and whatever the case is and, and move forward. Well, her brother came over and said, that's not going to happen. So her entire family, they didn't have any money. They all pulled their assets, to, the resources together. They hired an attorney. After reviewing the scene, they realized the motorcycle, it, he was at fault, not her. So without the resources to defend herself, she would have literally had that on her record her entire life. So to me, yes, it buys you options. And I think that's great. Absolutely, Kathy, it does. It buys you options. I love it. It, it does. But, you know, we're in this, like, in a rat race. That's like, what is it? Like, is there an end to that rat race? Like, you big a huge empire, and then do you have your family? You know, are you going to be single and lonely? Yeah. You don't know. Yep. Right? So it's just like, I think everything in moderation is good. You can build an empire big enough, but still have your family in. Well, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I've got a wonderful business. Looking back, I I thought it was a black and white thing. I you know, you raise the kids, I'm going to go work, and that was, but we're each kind of pointing a different direction instead of pointing the same direction, working and figuring out, communicating what's our goals here? What are we trying, what's the end goal look like? And I think it's really important to know where you're going in life. You may already be there. Yeah. You may already be there. Many times in life, money is not, in, it's, it's not everything. So live your life before life becomes lifeless is I think the lesson that I got from that. Yeah. And you know, what's the end goal in that story? The bank, the investment banker didn't tell the fisherman what the end goal is. Like he didn't say that it's financial wealth, right? But what the banker picture was the life that the fisherman already has. So, you know, so it depends on how you interpret things too. Absolutely. You know, and most importantly, always question why you do things. I won't say always, but like when in doubt, just take a step back and say, what's my why? Why am I doing what I'm about to do? That's critical. That's critical. I I like that. And then what? And then what? And then what? Keep asking yourself that. Maybe let's share a little bit about what our end goal looks like. What, what, and I'm kind of curious because I, I, we've talked, you know, we've talked about our end goals and it seems like every time we talk about it, maybe it's a little different, but what, what does your end goal look like for us and our business to have a long and happy life together? And then what? (laughs) And then we blast (laughs) off into the universe. Uh, Can you be more specific? No. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my simplicity is the key in everything, right? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't complicate things. I love that. I love that. When we're doing a financial plan, it's what? How many pages? 80 pages long? What are the client? The client really wants to know two things. Do I have enough? And if I do, how do I protect it? That's what the executive summary is for. So if you don't want to read the whole thing, <laughs> read just the executive exactly. summary. Yeah. Just people want to know if they're going to be okay. Do, am I going to be okay? Do I have enough money to be okay? And okay for someone is different, right? That's why it's important to 
talk to our clients and know their goals and objectives and how to get there. Like how much of this rat race they're going to have to be to get into that, to that goal. Or can they slow down and, you know, enjoy life a little more because they're almost there. Yeah. We work with a lot of young executives. They're, they're, they're working hard. They're in, they're in tech. A lot of them, you know, we, we work with a lot of retirees, but these young executives, I see them just moving from one place to another. Okay, I got a better offer over here, a better offer over here, stock options, stock options, and, and, and they're working these guys to death. And I see the hours that they're putting in. So I think it's so, that's such a good point. Like, like I challenge all of us, like, take a breath, be in the moment. Like, going back to Sedona, I didn't have my phone or computer for a week. I have never done that. That was, com- now, fortunately, I had Kathy back at the office, right? And, and we, have, we have our staff. But uh, to not have my phone and, and, and my computer for a week was so liberating. And literally, the fact, the, the minute I put that phone back into my pocket, I could feel that, like a heavy energy, you know, just, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm tied back in and, <laughs> you know, let's go back to work. So I think we got to untie and unwind more and like you say, be in the, be in the moment. But even though I was there for a week, it, it really truly spent, it felt like, like a lot longer because I was really truly living every moment of it. It was, it was, and by the way, thank you for giving me that gift. Of course. You know, what, what a special uh, gift and the opportunity to, 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 to do that. Not, not everyone has that, but we can create those opportunities. We can, we, we don't have to go to Sedona. We don't have to, we can go, we can go in our, in our bedroom. We can go in the backyard and we can, we can just try and get to that inner place where we, you know, and I think once we get there, we're able to see, oh, I have, I have really, my kids are healthy. You know, we, <laughs> we joked earlier, I handed my daughter my, uh, the new car key. And that was, uh, you know, and I mentioned I'm handing over my life because literally you now, <laughs> the, I know, and I now hold the liability for you out driving. And since I gave her that key, how many accidents have we had? Two. <laughs> Two weeks apart. <laughs> Two weeks apart. I was literally in bed looking at the increase in insurance rates. And you leaned over to me and said, uh-oh. And literally, my little Sophie <laughs> rear-ended another car. But technology these days allow <laughs> us to keep track yeah, of we, our children. We, we, knew, we know where that car is every moment, what's, what's happening with the car. But, and also knows her driving behavior as well. So <laughs> that's how we know that it was rear end. She rear ended her. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like here we are with this all this technology. And I know every minute what's happening with that car. And it's just what a what a great time to live on this earth. At the same time, you know, it took me a minute to go, hey, it's just a car. You know, I knew, I, I already knew, I already knew when I handed her that key, what I was, was I, what I was getting myself into. And I didn't quite think we'd have two accidents this quickly, but everyone's okay. She didn't get hurt. It's just a car. It's just a car. Yeah. And at least like nobody gets hurt. The other party didn't get hurt. So yeah. it just, the property damage, 
property can be repaired yeah. or well, fixed. There was an accident down on I-215 last night with eight cars, and that poor little nine-year-old boy, you know, passed. And his mom and sister, I think, are in critical condition. So we got on I-215. We couldn't, we couldn't move for almost an hour last night because of that accident. But life has a way has a way and i think the other thing i got from this week is we've got to listen to those messages that we're receiving from the universe and if we're not if we're so busy like one of the things i realized when i when i left is i've never had any knee problems never and i played soccer i've run i work out i do squats never had any knee problems so i go up to sedona you know, we're, they're working on me. We're doing energy work and, and we're trying to, we're meditating and all this stuff. We're working on ourselves. And all of a sudden my knees literally got so painful. I couldn't even stand up like, like from zero pain to nine out of 10. And the trainer came up to me and she says, you know what? Those have always been hurting. You've just been, you haven't noticed it because you've been going, going, going. And, and yes, I stretch and, you know, I try and Stand on the vibrating machine at the gym and, you know, get, get the energy flowing. <laughs> but, uh, but I just didn't realize I hadn't taken care of my knees. And when the rest of me had felt so good, all of a sudden my knees, I couldn't, I couldn't even walk. And so we, 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 you know, I worked on them and worked on them and finally uh, was, able, was able to get my knees feeling better. But I, I think that was just an analogy for me in my life. It's like if we're not paying attention... We're, we're, and, and we're, we're numbing those, you know, we're numbing, you know, the, the issues that are coming our, into our life, you know, we, we disconnect or we numb instead of, instead of feeling those things and being in the moment. And we, we sometimes forget to take, you know, we, we sometimes disconnect from, from what's really going on. Yep. Just be present, be at the moment. But, you know, when we went to a massage together, a massage therapist had already kind of told me that your knee is worse than mine. And I'm like, it can't be worse than mine because mine's always like hurting or, mm -hmm. you know, I have to nurture it every now and then. So when you said that, it just kind of clicked. It's like, yeah, we had warnings about it. And yep. it's just like, you know, maybe it's because you've been numbing it so much that it you know, you didn't think you had an issue, but you did bring it up that, you know, your knee was hurting a little bit after your Achilles surgery. So I was playing soccer and I played my whole life and I came out of the game and I told you, I said, I did tear my Achilles a year prior. And so it was kind of pulling on my knee a little differently. I could tell something was happening, but I did listen to that message. And I, I just, I told you I'm going to retire because I want to be able to have my knees healthy and be able to walk, you know, for the rest of my life. I don't want any major injuries. So I listened to that message. Well, I had a, a gal at the retreat with me. She also plays soccer. She's from Mexico. And she shared a story where she got the same message, like it's time to, to hang him up. And she said, you know, her team needed her. She didn't want to let him down. So she, she didn't feel like she was ready. She went into the game. And she, she, she tore her, like, I can't remember exactly, but her knee, she just essentially ACL, uh, MCL, pretty Meniscus. much. She mm -hmm. tore, her knee is, is, is jacked. So her 
feedback was I didn't I didn't listen to that message because I was so busy worrying about what other people think or worrying about not letting people down. And so again, I, I challenge you know, and I know we're working on this personally to be more present, to be more aware of each other and what we have. And instead of you know, oh, I, I'm, I need that three or four million dollars to retire. What do I have now? <laughs> what do I have now? I have a wonderful wife. My daughter is living with me. She hasn't lived with me for, for, for many years. You know, yeah, there's two accents there, but is that, no, she's my daughter. You know, what a miracle. It's like, it's so cool to have her living with us. My kids are healthy. They're working. They're, you know, it's, so there's so much good going on around us that, that if sometimes we just need to, to breathe and, and recognize what we already have. Yeah, always find the positive in everything that you do, even if it's a bad thing, there's always something positive that could come out of that. Usually, yep. usually it's a message, right? Whatever it is, what is the message? What are you supposed to? What are you? What are you being taught? Listen. What one thing they told us is: look for the pain, look for the pain on a daily basis. What are you feeling? And then try and identify why are you feeling it. What is causing that? And then work on it and then fix it. And then you, and then you move to the next one, right? Instead of going, oh, I'm going to take a Xanax today. I'm just, I can't handle the stress. Now, that's, you know, one way to numb it. Another way is to go for a run. Go do a workout. Or just Meditate. Go, go stroll around the park. Yeah. Play with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> they exist for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really, she, for sure. You know, and then we kind of talked briefly this morning as we we're getting ready for this. It's like, you know, we should live our life like little children or like our our dog. Like they're in the present all the time. Oh, there's this new toy. Yep. I'm just going to play with it and have fun with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, a baby doesn't go, oh, should I cry? Is, there, is anyone, am I going to upset someone if I cry or... If I throw a tent, you know, no, they just, they let that, in, they let it go. And because they're not worried, we, we turn on these brains of ours and we start thinking so much. We, we, we don't allow ourselves to, and, and I think you're right. That inhibits us from just being in that moment. Yeah. I love, I picked out some, so, oh, so I asked you what our end goal was and you said, what, what was it? Be happy. And yeah, just, and then we blast off. <laughs> Be happy, healthy, and just enjoy life. My end goal, here's the way I see it, and it's already happening, which is, you know, we, we love our clients. Like, we're family. And my end goal really is just to spend time with my family. If I can make a good living, work a few days a week, mm-hmm. spend time with my family, which are my clients, my parents. My You know, my parents are getting older I have two sisters and my children focusing on what I can do to heal those relationships and you know, being grateful for what, what I already have. Yeah. But my end goal is the same. It's I want to be with my family and, and, and still make a good living so I can retire and not work as much. Yeah. I don't like the word retire, really. Retire means you, you stop working. <laughs> That, that you can't yeah do that. that that's gonna be hard for both of yeah, us yeah. because we'll go crazy i don't i don't think we'll ever retire but our retirement that's the way i see it i see us spending time with family with clients and and really traveling i love i love i want to see the world 
more than I already have. You're I, you're more well traveled than myself. Jump hop onto my magic carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I went to Sedona. Thank you. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm gonna share a few words that I love. Mm-hmm. Be one. Be one. Be full. Seize the day. Live for the moment. Enjoy the present. Enjoy your life. Live, and this is a this is a key one. Live without expectations. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's kind of an inside joke for because you know we we already we had some ex, you know expectations always uh, unfulfilled you know. But if you've got to have expectation, keep them real low. <laughs> With that said, be in the moment, live in the moment. We truly are great. I'm truly grateful to, I, I can't imagine doing anything else in my life. This is what I love. And it's not about money. It's about people. It's about helping people to, you know, what, what is it? I mean, what are we really trying? Yeah, it's a numbers thing and we got to get to retirement. We have to, you know, grow our wealth. But I'm, the journey's not just for, our, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot out of this journey too. And, and my, my journey is, Cody, be present, be grateful, and look around what you what you already have. It all comes down to love. It absolutely does. Right? You love yourself. You love your family. And you want to leave a legacy. You want to omit the risks. You want to add value to your assets, and you want to exit with grace. Yep. So. I love the I love the first one. What what is what's your legacy? What do you want to leave? And then the last one, exit with grace. When you're when you're on the other side or wherever we go, and you're looking back, what did, what did you leave? And are you happy? Are you happy with it? Are you joyful? Sometimes, like you have to think about, you know. When we go to funerals and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, people are saying this. Like, what do you want people to say about you? Oh yeah, he works um, 90 hours a week all his life and now he's in the grave. He's very wealthy. He's worth a lot of money. (laughs) He's worth a lot of money, but he can't take it. He didn't even like... Spend it. Spend it or didn't even use it for himself. He just blasts off. Is that what you want your legacy to be? Yeah. You know, so... It's it's not late to start thinking about it. And it's not too early to start thinking about it. And it's too. never too late to start. Yes. I think we get in our 50s and our 60s and we're like, oh, yeah, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. No, 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 no. You still, you, it doesn't matter. And that's the other thing I learned. Even, even if we're not on this earth, we can still influence. We can, my belief, that's my belief. We can still influence. We can, we're, we're, we still exist. Like it's not, you know, just because we're dead. But, but I think you're right. We, we work, we work, we work, we, we, we become, we, you know, we get what we want. And then what? And then you want more. And then you want more. Right? When can you say that is enough? Yeah. Like, have I had enough? Yeah. Is this sufficient for my family or is it way more for my family? So you kind of have to take a step back. It's like, am I willing to sacrifice that or it's okay to stop? I'm just going to take it easy. I'm just going to live a slow life. I mean, I'm lucky to have that experience at a very young age because of my cancer. I had the time to think, is that really like, I was working like 50, 60 hours a week just to pay rent to live in California and to 
you know, so is that really worth it? No, it's not worth my health. I barely have time to spend with my friends and I didn't have time to go back and see my mom in DC. So it's like, you know, so it gives me the opportunity to take a step back. It's like, is this what I want? And I think that's one of the reasons that I moved to Utah. It's like, I want a slower life Mm -hmm. where I can enjoy my surroundings and be in the present. And how has that, how, how has that been for you? It's been good. You know, with us, like, even though we're working a lot, but, you know, we work until four, Monday through Thursday. Is this work? Are we working? Kind of. <laughs> but see, you can sometimes, when is work life. is your life yeah. and your passion, yeah. it becomes part of your life yeah. and you just enjoy it. It's not really work. I feel like we're just sharing our lives with our, with other people and they're sharing their lives with us. Like it's not work. It's therapy. It's therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you moved to Utah. And that's honestly why I don't want to leave because I, I see what's going on around me. And You just said you wanted to move to Sedona. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, my home base will be, will be here. Uh, but uh, the Sedona is just a, be- it's a beautiful area. So let's um, wrap up this week. Like, you know, the key takeaway that we've got from the parables and all of our stories, like, you know, time and time again, society falls into the trap of a rat race, you know, myself included previously, right? We prioritize our time around what we don't want to do and spend the scarce leftover on what we would like to do. So sadly, in the process, we miss out on living the very life we seek But if we allocate a little more time to play the guitar with our amigos today instead of a distant tomorrow, perhaps we too could start living life full and busy. Amen. That's it for this week's episode of Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody Kathy. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a thing. This is Cody and Kathy wishing you a love-filled life full of prosperity. Have a good week. Peace out. Peace out.